everyone. Welcome today. Amanda Grace here with you. So excited to be with you today. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, so hello to everyone watching in the United States around the world. I see people on the chat from New Zealand. I've seen people from England and Ireland, uh, and it's just amazing. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Hello to our moderators and our Ark of Grace team. Thank you for helping us do what we do for the Lord. I'm going to open up in prayer, and we're going to jump right into this because we have about 14 pages of information to get through that I have been over a period of days putting together. Uh, based on what has happened. So let's open up in prayer, give this over to the Lord and uh, get into uh, our discussion today. So Father God, in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, we come before you. We praise you. You are almighty God. You are high and lifted up far above every power, principality and might. We give you all the glory, honor and praise due your precious holy name. We humble ourselves before you this day, asking that the pull of the flesh becomes less in our lives. So you, your will and your power become more in our lives. We acknowledge you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to the earth and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He was the Passover lamb, the sacrifice for our sins. He willingly died at Calvary and purchased us by the shedding of his blood. And when that blood dripped onto the mercy seat, we were purchased that day and redeemed back to our father in heaven. And Jesus Christ made an open show and spectacle of the enemy before all of creation. Father, we praise you. We rose again in three days. And after appearing to many, ascended back into heaven, took his victorious rightful place, at the right hand of the Father, where he rules and reigns forevermore. And we honor that before you this day. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we welcome your presence and the presence of the Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Spirit, to fill this place, Father God, to fill this time, Lord, in Jesus' name, to lead and guide us in all wisdom, counsel, my power, and the reverential fear of the Lord. Father, that you would dispatch your holy angels of all rankings and divisions, Father God, right now to surround this property, Lord, to fill this place, Lord, in Jesus' name, Father God. By the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, by the spirit of the one true living God, may only the truth and power of Almighty God with authority come forth in Jesus' name. Lord, take all the glory for yourself. Father, let every plot scheme, contract, assignment, weaponry, and communication lines of the enemy, satanic agents, dark forces, Father God, unclean spirits, Father God, puppets of the enemy and the like, be dismantled, destroyed, disrupted, Father God, nullified, voided, bound, and cast back to the dry places, pits, and areas you have designated to be bound there in the name of Jesus Christ and not return nor have anything sent in its place. Father, take all the glory for yourself. You are the potter, we are merely the clay. You are the author and finisher of our faith, Father God. You deserve all the glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, amen, amen. Okay, everyone ready? We all ready? Everyone's ready here? Everyone's ready in the chat? We're ready to go. Okay, so let's talk about what's going on, shall we? Because there is a lot that is going on. So I'm going to get up my notes here. And we're going to get into this now. Uh, I, I started this on uh, July 21st, actually. So these notes started on July 21st and have gone till now. Uh, and so basically, we're going to go over with, uh, with the indictment, the third indictment that has come down, what this means, what is going on, why is it so important the year 5784 we're going into this all ties together? Uh, I think you're going to be quite amazed by this. Uh, praise the Lord. He gives these things in due season. So the first thing I had written on July 21st that I had written down that they're going to do the same thing. And this is what I wrote. They will, capital letters, dress up those who despise the conservatives, Republicans, and who despise Trump as pro-Trump protesters to make riots in key capital areas uh, when Trump is brought before the indictment and if there is a sentencing after trial. If this happens, you shall see this to frame, frame is capitalized, their narrative to the people. Now, I wrote this down on July 21st because this is the same cycle that they're working in, okay? So this is the same cyclical behavior of, of, I'm going to call it a sort of deep fake, but in real life where they're dressing people up that actually hate conservatives, morality, uh, you know, uh, everything to do with that nature as pro-Trump protesters to purposely get violent things happening 
on camera to frame a narrative. So just keep that in mind. Okay. Just keep that in the back of your mind. Now we're going to talk about the year we're in. The year we're in on the Jewish calendar is 5783 right now. Uh, so 5783, the meaning of it, it's all about your mouth, all about what we say and what we speak when nobody is there. Okay. So it, it, it also talks about, um, a, a year where the Lord wants to speak with you, um, a harvest that will destroy ancient strongholds. Yes, ancient strongholds must be torn down to weaken the enemy's stake in this nation and in key areas of the nation. A very, that's capitalized, large stake is about to be pulled up from Washington, D.C. That has been there a very capitalized long time and has oxidated and rusted or oxidized and rusted. And it shall be pulled up with names of those who worked deep in the soil to weaken one nation under God. Now. In this year we're in right now, we came out of a Shemitah year, okay? Every seven years is a Shemitah year. Take seven Shemitah years to make a Jubilee, okay? In 2008, when the big banking crisis happened and the, and all of all of this, this all broke out, it was a Shemitah year that this happened on. I'm so glad Cyrus is coming in because he's going to be mentioned in this broadcast. Aren't you? You're going to be mentioned? Yes, he's patrolling. Cyrus on patrol. So... The 5782, when it ended, it talked about it being a year, okay, um, of rest, which was interesting. But when we entered the year of 5783, we entered a year of great trial. Yet on the other hand, an unprecedented time of spiritual strength, growth, and fulfillment the number three speaks of his strength. So isn't it interesting that 5783 has to do with great trial? Uh, I find that fascinating. And actually, well, look what's happening. So this, this is right. This is right on point about 5783 having to do with great trial. I'm actually going to shut the door because Toby um, is, uh, is acting up and I hear him barking. I hear him barking and I want Cyrus to be able to come in, but we need to shut the door a little. Okay. I'm back. So given that, and given what we're seeing, we're seeing things occur kind of right on point. However, 5784 begins in September. And we're going to get to that and why this is crucial to what we see happening. But this year we are entering into a time of fullness of purpose in the body of Christ. Though trials and tribulations will increase, God has uniquely prepared a people who will walk in great strength, empowered by the Holy Spirit. They have been through the challenges that create an inner character and have not resisted humbling themselves before a holy God. This company walks in the fear of the Lord. They have been through the Zechariah 3 confrontation with a holy God and have not resisted his molding hand. So this is this group that God has uniquely prepared for this time. A time we are entering, yes, that you are going to see trials in Increase, which we are already seeing in every sense of the word. Now, Zechariah 3 is a very unique passage because it has to do with the Lord, Satan, and Joshua and, and the exchange that takes place between all of them. And this is what it says in Zechariah 3. Then the guiding angel showed me Joshua, the high priest, and, and in parentheses, it says, representing disobedient and sinful Israel. Standing before the angel of the Lord and Satan standing at Joshua's right hand to be his adversary and to accuse him. And the Lord said to Satan, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. Even the Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is this not a log snatched and rescued from the fire? Now, Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and was standing before the angel. 
he spoke to those, verse 4, who stood before him saying, remove the filthy garments from him. And he said to Joshua, see, I have caused your wickedness to be taken away from you. And I will clothe and beautify you with rich robes of forgiveness in parentheses. And I said, this is Zechariah speaking, let them put a clean turban on his head. So they put a clean turban on his head and clothed him with garments. And the angel of the Lord stood by. Verse 6. And the angel of the Lord admonished Joshua saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, If you will walk in my ways and perform my service, then you will also govern my house and have charge of my courts. And I will give you free access among these who are standing here. Verse 8. Now listen, Joshua, the high priest, you and your colleagues who are sitting in front of you. Indeed, they are men who are a symbol. For behold, I am going to bring in my servant, the branch. For behold, the stone which I have set before Joshua on that one stone are seven eyes. Behold, I will engrave an inscription on it, declares the Lord of hosts, and I will remove the wickedness and guilt of this land in a single day. In that day, declares the Lord of hosts, every one of you will invite his neighbor to sit under his vine and his fig tree. Now, that's where it ends. That's where I ended the uh, the verses. But this chapter in Zechariah has a lot to do with what we see happening now of Satan standing to accuse of someone being in filthy garments of the Lord redeeming them and those filthy vile garments represent that sinful nature and the Lord stepping in to rebuke the enemy and redeem the Joshua's. So interestingly enough, he also says in a single day, and I want to find the verse where he says, here it is, it's verse four. See, I have caused your wickedness to be taken away from you and I will clothe and beautify you with rich robes. But he goes on to say um, that in a single day, he would uh, he would take it away. And so let me see here. I think it's down here. Okay, we move. yes, here it is. Behold, I will engrave an inscription on it, declares the Lord of hosts. I will remove the wickedness and guilt of this land in a single day. So this has a lot to do with what we see happening now. Now, what ties into this before we get to the year 5784 is on May 12th, 2023 at Reawaken America in Miami, I delivered a word from the Lord. And I'm going to give you an excerpt from that word. And the Lord thy God says this day, is my arm too short that it cannot save? Is my power too little that it cannot overcome? For you are an overcomer through Christ Jesus. I, the Lord thy God, am an ever-present help in times of trouble, and I am raising up Joshua's in this hour. Joshua's with boldness, warriors, Joshua's in the legal field, Joshua's with judges, which I find very interesting that play on words. I, the Lord thy God, am strategically in this hour raising this up so your hearts can be right for me. For I, the Lord thy God, desire to do a mighty work in your nation, and I have allowed some of these things to occur to expose the depths the enemy will go to steal from you the covenant you have made with me. For Israel cries out and the United States does not answer. That in this season must be reconciled, says the Lord. And I, the Lord thy God, will allow the chains to come for those that have attempted to bind those speaking truth. He says he's going to allow it. I will allow those chains to come for those who have done it, to come for those who have tried to destroy, who I, the Lord, have raised up, who have tried to destroy what my capital desire is in this nation. This is about my capital desire, ultimately, says the Lord. Humble yourselves before me, O Peters. Humble yourselves before me, Joshua's. Humble yourselves before me, those that hold the offices in the spirit. Humble yourselves to hear what I, the Lord thy God, want to say. Because through the noise, I, the Lord thy God, am taking the sword of the spirit. I am cutting through that noise. Let those who have ears to hear and eyes to see Hear, that's capitalized what the spirit has to say in this hour. Hear, exclamation point, all capitals. 
not hear the coiling serpents that blaspheme the name of the Lord across the airwaves, not hear the seducing spirits that are lulling people into perversion and lies and blasphemous covenants, but hear what I, the Lord thy God, have to say. For I am raising up strongholds in this nation for the people of God to go to. I am bringing down the high places and I am raising up these towers for the people of God to stand on and cry out to the Lord in this nation. For I, the Lord thy God, will not, capital, be mocked. I will not, capital, be blasphemed without answering. Oh, they may. Oh, they may call out and say there is no God. In this season, they will learn there is almighty God on the throne. His name is Adonai, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, Lord of hosts. And I, the Lord, capital thy God, am leading this army in this hour. And I, the Lord thy God, am making adjustments and repositioning where there has been error. I, the Lord thy God, am dealing with sins that happened long ago, and I am making corrections, and I am making adjustments. And there will be a hard, that's capitalized, adjustment that the whole nation, that's capitalized, will feel. And the awe that's capitalized of my capital mighty power will fall. People will question. People will look when this hard adjustment happens. It is coming. It is coming, says the Lord. What is in that word for May is very poignant to the events that are going to transpire now and have already begun. Now, We're going to get into the year of 5784 in a moment. Uh, But we're going to talk about the word Gimel. Gimel is one of the Hebrew letters, okay, of the alphabet. And it means justify repayment, uh, recompense, blessing, judgment. It's used in Isaiah. It's used in Ruth. And I'm going to read to you the scriptures. Isaiah 3, 10 through 11, say to the righteous that it shall be well with him, for they shall eat the fruit of their deeds. Woe unto the wicked, it shall be ill with him, for the reward of his hands shall be done. The justified repayment, the giving of the reward for what they have done. Ruth 2, 12, the Lord recompense your work. And a full reward be given you of the Lord God of Israel under whose wings you have come to trust. Recompense means to make amends or to make an end, finish, make good, perfect, or give restitution. We will see both the wicked and the righteous rewarded this year for the deeds of their own hands. God is just and knows all. When the cup is full, he settles accounts. We will see some accounts settled this year into next. Pray, expect, and receive. And that leads us into the year 5784, which begins on Rosh Hashanah this September. Okay. So our September 2023 begins on the Hebrew calendar on Rosh Hashanah towards the end of September, the beginning of their new year. We are entering 5784. Now, from the research I've been doing on the year 5784, uh, what keeps popping up It is the year of, now listen to what I'm about to say here with what's happened, okay? The year of open doors for Joseph's. The prison doors were opened for Joseph at God's appointed time to go before Pharaoh in all humility, to have the favor of Almighty God, Adonai, to become the ruler over Egypt, second to Pharaoh, and prepare them for what was to come. The mouth and what we speak being released, what shall follow is recompense, judgment, justified repayment, rewards and punishments for the doors shall open for Joseph's and behold, here is the crown that comes from godliness and beholds a revelation. Now, Joseph ended up being in the book of Genesis, accused of a crime he didn't commit. He was accused of assaulting Potiphar's wife. He was in the house with Potiphar's wife. She is the one who tried to force him, okay, to have relations with her. Joseph kept saying no because he he respected Potiphar too much. And Joseph was an upright man. When she could not get out of him what she wanted, she created a conspiracy. She accused him of a crime he didn't commit. And he finds himself in jail for a crime he didn't commit. 
And the word jail they use in Genesis chapter eight with Joseph is, I believe, kohar, which means like a roundhouse or a type of tower or something of that nature. Okay. Um, today we can even view it as something similar maybe to house arrest or something of that nature. He was with, uh, Joseph was with the political type prisoners, uh, the people that worked for Pharaoh. He was in that area. Now, when Joseph was in that prison, he ended up gaining a lot of favor. And had he not gone there, he would have never met the cupbearer that would have went back to Pharaoh and told Pharaoh about Joseph when Pharaoh had a dream nobody else could interpret. See, God's ways are not our ways and God's thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are much higher than ours. Now, the year 5784 that we are entering in September is a Jewish leap year. So let me tell you a little bit about this. Um, a year after the Exodus, God instructed the people of Israel to bring the Passover offering on the afternoon of Nisan 14 and to eat it that evening, roasted over the fire together with matzah and bitter herbs as they had done on the previous year just before they left Egypt. There were, however, certain persons who had become ritually impure through contact with the dead body or could not experience the Passover or partake of it. Therefore, prepare uh, that what they did was approached Moses and Aaron about this matter. And they said, why should we be deprived and not be able to present God's offerings in this time amongst the children of Israel, which is in Numbers chapter nine. In response to their plea, God established the 14 of Lyar as a second Passover. For anyone who was unable to bring the offering on it on the appointed time in the previous month, the day thus represents the second chance achieved by Teshuva, the power of repentance and return. In the words of uh, uh, there's a rabbi, his name is Yosef uh, Yitzchak uh, of of Lubavitch. The second Passover means that it's never a lost case. Isn't that interesting? That that's the uh, that's the verbiage he uses. So in the year 5784, there is a second Passover as well. It is known as a Jewish leap year, also known as a pregnant year. A leap year in the Jewish calendar has 13 months and occurs seven times in a 19-year cycle. In Hebrew, a leap year is referred to as a Shana Miobaret or a pregnant year. With pregnancy comes contractions and pressure and pain than birth. With pregnancy also comes growth. Uh, so in a Jewish leap year, an extra month is added after the month of Shabbat and before the month of Adar. Adar is when Purim is celebrated. Uh, Adar is when they, you know, celebrate this divine reversal that happened. It's called, uh, it's also known as Adar Aleph, Adar Rishon, the month of Adar is then referred to as Adar Bet uh, as well, but it, it does uh, deal with the holiday of Purim, uh, and in a leap year, um, Purim falls on Adar 2, okay? So Purim falls on Adar 2 in a leap year. Purim, in the book of Esther, when Haman was determined to bring such serious charges against Mordecai and the Jewish people to destroy them. Because you see, Mordecai knew what Haman was doing. Mordecai saw Haman wanted the crown. Haman wanted to get people to see him as king, even though he wasn't the king. And Mordecai wouldn't bow. So Haman determined to destroy Mordecai and all of the Jewish people and try to manipulate the king Ahasuerus, uh, to write an edict to do this. Uh, and so this edict was written for the destruction of the Jews on the 13th of Adar. I believe it was the 13th of Adar. Instead, there is a divine reversal and Haman's plot falls on him and his family and they are destroyed and the Jewish people delivered. Fascinating how this is lining up, given indictment number three has come down. If you look at the meaning of the year 5784 numerically, you get 
behold, if you look at it numerically and you take each number and you match it to a Hebrew letter, okay, so five, seven, eight, four, the sentence you get from that is behold the crown of life to lift up a door. A door is a way. It opens and brings one through to another area. This also aligns with the meaning of the year 5784 about the doors being opened to Joseph, right? The prison doors. Now, if you look at the year 5785, and we're going to do this, uh, we're going to do this briefly, okay? 5785 happens next September, 2024 for us, right before the election, two months before the election we will enter the year 5785, okay? Now, some of the meanings of it are skin and hide, the skin of men, the hide of animals. I'm still looking into uh, more of the meaning of what 5785 is. But if you take 5785 and you match it up to the letters of the Hebrew alphabet, so five is is uh, hey, okay, uh, the seventh letter of the Hebrew alphabet is Zayin. It means crown. Um, hey, I believe, is behold. Zayin means crown. The eighth letter of the Hebrew alphabet is Chet or Chess, which means life. Uh, life uh, can only be considered true when it's infused with godliness. The fifth letter of the Hebrew alphabet, we're back to the word Hey, which means here is, uh, to, uh, the next is, uh, it means things of that nature, behold. So when you put that sentence together, behold, here is the crown that comes from godliness and beholds a revelation. Because the number five also has to do with beholding a revelation. So if you put that together for the year 5785, that is the sentence you get. 5784 was behold, here is the crown that comes from godliness that lifts up a door, I believe was the sentence. Just something to think about, okay, uh, given what we're watching transpire. Now, if we go to that Trump was the 45th president and four plus five is nine, and he's running for the 47th president. Four plus seven would be 11. You get 911, 911, an emergency, a complete emergency in the nation. If you take the ninth letter of the Hebrew alphabet, the design of this is Tess, which is like a pot of vessel, okay? Representing something hidden, representing uh, inverted good. This is what uh, they talk about the ninth letter of the Hebrew alphabet, Tess representing. And you take the 11th letter of the Hebrew alphabet, calf, uh, which means to bend. Okay. That's what calf means to bend. When you get, when you put the two together, okay, because Tess represents a man bending his head and calf, okay, represents, uh, represents to bend, to submit oneself to a greater power. If you put that together in a sentence, you get a man bending and submitting himself fully to a greater power. I find that fascinating, given what we see happening, given what we see happening in the nation, given uh, the third indictment that's just come down. I don't think any of this is by accident. And I thought this was such a confirmation. And in Isaiah 59, verse 19, this is what it says. From the West, people will fear the name of the Lord. And from the rising of the sun, they will revere his glory. So is it, so is it a tsunami of glory for he will come. He will come. It's not just something that comes. It's something he will come like a pent up flood that the breath of the Lord drives along. In other words, it's like something that's held back for a long time. And there's so much force building up that it's like a dam. And when enough force builds up against a dam, the dam breaks. This is what's happening in this nation right now to give you a picture. They've put a dam there, okay? The corrupt have put a dam there. They have tried to fortify this dam. They have tried to make it higher. And as they're doing this, the pressure of everything they're doing and the people 
and the and and the people and the rising remnant this unique breed of warrior god has raised up for this time is building a pressure against this dam the prayers of the saints are building a pressure against this dam the truth is building a pressure against this dam and this dam is set to break now on may 24th 2023 there was a word that i gave from the lord and I'm going to read to you an excerpt from it of what it says. Thus says the Lord, do not ask for a king in your nation. Ask me for the one appointed to lead. Teetering on the edge of Saul, says the Lord, battling instead of David's facing Goliath, facing the Philistines, facing the pagan enemies that have blasphemed on altars in high places in your nation. Now, this is interesting how the Lord puts this. Two unaltered rams. Those are male sheep, okay? Two unaltered rams, says the Lord, all capitals here, must listen in this hour or they will tire themselves and the people out with more ramming than running the race, says the Lord. Now that's back in May. Okay, very close to when the word from Reawaken America was given. And then the Lord goes on. Thus says the Lord. This is from May 24th, 2023. There are three lines being drawn in your nation. The east the West and the central part of your nation. Three lines are being drawn and events shall happen in three, says the Lord, in thirds. Events shall happen in threes. Okay, let's go to the article now, keeping that in mind, which is from, um, I think it's from, came through from the AP, but PBS actually carried it. And this is what it says. Trump has been indicted for a third time. Here's where all the investigations stand. Things shall come in threes. Trump has been indicted for a third time. And then the Lord, he not only says threes, he goes on and says, the Lord, uh, event shall happen in three, says the Lord, in thirds. What is in this article? Three R.D., thirds. The Lord made sure to add that to the end of that part of the word. They shall come in thirds. Trump has been indicted for a third time. Here's where all the investigations stand. Donald Trump has now been indicted for the third time with the former president being charged Tuesday in Washington over his efforts to overturn his defeat in the 2020 election. The federal investigations in the latest criminal case for Trump as he runs for the White House in 2024. Things shall come in threes, in thirds. Okay, this is no accident. This is no accident. This is happening now. This is happening going into the year 5784 when the prison doors are open for Joseph. Um, that uh, 5784 uh, also represents, well, the two, the two, uh, presidencies, the 45th and the 47th, if you put them together and you get 9-11 and you, you assign them to Hebrew letters, you get a man bending down completely and submitting to a greater power. All of this is by no accident uh, during this time. And we're going to talk about two dreams that I had last year that are pertinent and crucial to what is happening now. First dream was January 2nd, 2022. It was dark and three large, powerful demons stood before me. They were not allowed to come near me. The first was muscular, large horns, deep, loud voice, body like fire and can turn to a ball of fire with a lion letting out a gut-wrenching roar. Okay, so this is what this demon looked like. The two others, one was silverish, looked like armor. And then there was a third that was a dark figure that was kind of wearing a cloak. The first demon with the thunderous voice, that's the one with the horns and the fire, boasted, as did the others, about what they were going to do in the courts. This is January 2022. I had this dream. What they were going to do in the courts. And each demon represented an issue you were going to see not only in the supreme court but now we're seeing it in the federal court system okay so de- the demons represent uh some of them represented a mock trial 
okay? A mock trial. Now, a mock trial is normally a fake trial. Here, I think it's a mock trial. It's a purposeful trial to mock the American people, to mock the Constitution of the United States of America, to mock the office of presidency. This is a mock trial these demons were boasting about because what do they do? They mock and they will operate through one or two attorneys um, and the judges. Well, we've seen one of these attorneys now federally emerge in the middle of all of this. Uh, many of you know who he is. Uh, and the people are going through a mock trial right now. A mock trial. The government and the worldly order want to see how far they can go with all of this. Entering the time of Daniel, which is interesting because I just did that broadcast about the dream I had about that lion's den looking dome with the lions in it that the Lord was getting ready to let out. So I find this fascinating because this was well over a year and a half ago that I had had this dream. This mock trial has now turned to real indictments of presidents and real threats uh, to the Supreme Court as well to carry out crooked agendas uh, of the powers that be. Threats to the court system, threats to judges, threats to the Supreme Court, okay? So this mock trial has turned now into real indictments. Real indictments because they're still creating a mock trial. They want to mock the American people. They want to mock the, the how true justice should be carried out. They want to mock... Uh, the Constitution. They want to mock God. This is most certainly what you see happening, a mock trial. Now, the second dream we're going to talk about, I had on August 15th, 2022, so almost a year ago. Uh, so it's interesting, a year later, in the same month, the third indictment comes down. So I had this dream in August last year. A year later, in the same month, this indictment comes down. Okay. Let's talk about this. So in this dream, I was in some type of high-end office, okay, building. Down the hall was Donald Trump in an office working. The Lord allowed me to see in the door uh, that he was there. I was then brought back, okay, back away uh, from, that, uh, from that office. Someone approached me. And handed me a plate hastily. They hastily handed me the plate and left. That had filet mignon, mashed potatoes, rich gravy, very rich, heavy food. The plate was heavy. The plate was full. I was told to bring this down the hall to Donald Trump. Suddenly, a chef appears in a pure white chef's coat. The chef is a rep representation of the Lord in this dream. And tells me this is not what he needs. Looks at my plate. Points at that rich, heavy plate of food. This is not what he needs. And the plate of food is taken from me. Then a much smaller portion on a white plate that had rice on it with what looked to be pot roast over it with some gravy was placed in my hands. And I was told, this is what he needs. Now go bring it to him. And I said, you want me to bring this to him? Yes was the answer, and I began to walk down the hall towards him. The first dish, the heavy, rich plate of food, the delicate dainties, and all the things being offered, and all the things being offered to him on this plate. And it was all those very expensive, tasty, delicate dainties, but he had a full plate, and he had a full plate in his life. And it was a full heavy plate and it was not what he needed in that moment. Nothing on that plate at that moment could help him. This is why the chef said, who represented the Lord, this is not what he needs right now. He doesn't need the richness. He doesn't need, you know, the overwhelming, you know, richness and, and, and grandeur, you know, and excess. This is not what he needs right now. And that's when I got handed the other plate. Proverbs 23, verses 1 through 3. When you sit down to eat with a ruler, consider carefully what is before you. Now, this is 
this is uh this is next sentence is a little weird okay and i don't like to use the word weird but it's it's a little odd and put a knife to your throat if you are a man given to appetite do not desire his delicacies for they are deceptive food okay that's in proverbs they're delicate dainties for they are deceit we're going to we're going to hand you a plate of everything that is heavy and rich and is going to deceive you into thinking there is a false security. It, it, it's 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 that it's that kind of avenue. What he needs, what he needs. This is what the chef was talking about with this other plate of food. It was a plate of comfort food. It was a a a small portion of comfort food. Um, it was also something you might see, uh, you know, uh, served in more humble places where people go. Um, and so what he needs is comfort, prayer, ministering to, to him in such a way that he can relate. There is a lot being served that is not helping him, that will not help him, that he cannot relate to. This is not about... This dish of very wealthy, uh, rich food cannot help him. That cannot help him right now. That humble plate of food, a very humble plate of food, I was told, is what he needs. And that has to do with the man bending over, remember, and humbling himself completely and fully before Almighty God because. It is almighty God that is the ever-present help in the times of trouble, not the wealth, not the excess, not the richness, not that none of that can help in a time of trouble like this. It is almighty God who is the ever-present help in times of trouble, who opened the prison doors for Joseph. Now let's talk about that for a minute. Okay, because we're entering the year 5784 where the prison doors are opened to Joseph. When the prison doors were opened to Joseph and Joseph was brought before Pharaoh and he interpreted that dream and Pharaoh took his ring off his hand and gave it to Joseph and put him as ruler over Egypt, second in command to Pharaoh. Joseph was put there to prepare for a coming famine to not only uh, save the Egyptian people, but save his people, the Jewish people. And he was put there to prepare for shortages, for coming shortages, for shortages that were looming because Pharaoh had had that dream and there was a warning that there was a famine coming. Joseph was taken out of prison and appointed at that time to save the people from that and to prepare and to do what God had prepared him to do for 13 years. And with all the talk of shortages and threatening famine and threatening to cut food and threatening to purposely cause food shortages to control the people and threatening to cause shortages of everything else people use and need. Isn't it interesting? that the year 5784 is the year the doors open to Joseph. The doors open and Joseph is sent back to do the job God appointed him to do. I just find all of this fascinating and I find it to be no coincidence. Okay. August 2nd, 2022, I'm taking an excerpt from a word from the Lord that goes along with this. And says the Lord of hosts, bait fish to catch a larger Bait fish indeed have been thrown out. This is also in August last year. Okay. Year later, the third indictment comes down and says the Lord of hosts, bait fish to catch a larger bait fish indeed have been thrown out for a catch. Oh, they are chumming the water, says the Lord and I, the Lord God, as you, O oh, leaders who have been stolen from. I, the Lord, your God will order your steps. I shall reveal the blueprint, but 
you must listen, that's capitalized, so you do not, that's capitalized, get caught in deep waters, that's capitalized. As the temptation is there, says the Lord of hosts, for there are those lurking in the deep, seeking an occasion to take out entire family lines, says the Lord of hosts. They are seeking an occasion to throw out their nets for a catch and pin the people down as they poke and prod them as cattle says the Lord of hosts. Isn't it interesting because cattle now, this was a year ago. I would have never known this. Jonah actually sent me this article and I went, oh my goodness. But this was given August 2nd, 2022. The last sentence of this excerpt, poke and prod them as cattle. The newest campaign that the United States has also signed up for is to uh, put new and taxing regulations on farmers to reduce methane gas. That happens to come as well from when cows go to the bathroom. So I find that interesting that the last sentence is to poke and prod his cattle. And this is the latest now that they're coming out with. We got to crack down on farmers. We got to stop farming. We got to stop food production. Oh, because it produces some methane gas. There is more toxic gas that comes out of the mouths of the corrupt than comes forth many times on farms. But I just find that interesting being that was a year ago and the Lord happened to say that. Okay, it goes on. For all the shuffling is being brought to the surface as even a garland shall lose their prestige. For the deals they made, the blood that was shed, and the refuse that was created from such foolish, sloppy policy, says the Lord of hosts this day. This was over a year ago that this was given. Almost a year to the day this word was given. Now, January 27th, 2023, and the spirit of the Lord says this day, they shall come with chains and fetters to bind you. And if you humbly come to me, that's capitalized, I shall break their chains of iron. Their charges shall befall them for they have been doing even worse in the dark behind the door to the inner chamber. They have met. Four leaders have met from such committees. And in this meeting, they have discussed a leader swap with each one at the table playing a role. Thus says the Lord, they have discussed shutting down grids and markets and key parts of the country to scare the people and herd them like cattle. There's the word cattle again into their plans. The paper that outlines your points and plans shall be revealed, says the Lord. It shall be by one who has had a yoke of conviction come upon them. It shall surprise you, says the Lord. It shall. Okay. Now, if we go to. And I'm going to read this because this is what we're going to end with. We're going to end with scripture. Isaiah 46, 10 through 11. Declaring the end and the result from the beginning and from ancient times, the things which have not yet been done, saying my purpose will be established and I will do all that pleases me and fulfills my purpose. Calling a bird of prey from the east. An eagle can be considered a bird of prey. Calling a bird of prey from the east, from a far country, the man, in parentheses, Cyrus, of my purpose. Truly I have spoken. Truly I will bring it to pass. I have planned it. Be assured I will do it. Uh, Isaiah 47. Your nakedness will be uncovered. Your shame will also be exposed. I will take vengeance and will spare no man. Our Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, is his name, the Holy One of Israel. Sit in silence and go into darkness, O daughter of the Chaldeans, which are the Babylonians. For you will no longer be called the Queen of Kingdoms. I was angry with my people. I profaned my inheritance and gave them into your hand, Babylon. You showed them no mercy. You made your yoke very heavy on the aged. And you said... I shall be a queen forevermore. You did not consider these things, nor did you remember the outcome of such conduct. Now then, hear this, you who live a luxuriant life, you who dwell safely and securely, who say in your heart, I am and there is no one besides me. I shall not sit as a widow, nor know the loss of children. But these two things shall come to you abruptly in one day, loss of children and widowhood. 
They will come on you in full measure in spite of your many sorceries, in spite of the great power of your enchantments. For you have trusted and felt confident in your wickedness. You have said, no one sees me. Your wisdom and your knowledge have led you astray. And you have said in your heart, I am, and there is no one besides me. Therefore, disaster will come on you. You will not know how to make it disappear and disaster will fall on you for which you cannot atone and destruction about which you do not know will come on you suddenly. Persist then Babylon in your enchantments and your many sorceries with which you have labored from your youth. Perhaps you will be able to profit. Perhaps you may prevail and cause trembling. You are wearied by your many counsels. Just let the astrologers, the stargazers, those who predict by the new moons stand up and save you from the things that will come upon you. In fact, they are like stubble. Fire burns them. They cannot save themselves from the power of the flame. There is no blazing coal for warming nor fire before which to sit. This is how they have become to you. Those with whom you have labored, those who have done business with you from your youth, each has wandered in his own way. There is no one to save you. That is Isaiah 47. Now, it's a, it's a part of 47. All of this is food for thought for now and what we see happening and what's going on. Isaiah 48, 9 through 16. For the sake of my name, I refrain from my wrath. And for my praise, I restrain myself from you so that I do not cut you off. Indeed, I have refined you, but not as silver. I have tested and chosen you in the furnace of affliction. For my own sake, for my own sake, I will do it. For how can my name be defiled and profaned? And I will not give my glory to another. I have tested and chosen you in the furnace of affliction. I find that very interesting, considering things we see going on. And it goes on in verse 12. Listen to me, O Jacob and Israel, whom I called. I am he. I am the first. I am the last. My hand founded and established the earth and my right hand spread out the heavens. When I call to them, they stand together. Assemble all of you and listen. Who among them? The Lord loves him, which is Cyrus of Persia. He will do his pleasure and purpose against Babylon and his arm will be against the Chaldeans. I, even I, have spoken. Indeed, I have called Cyrus. I have brought him and will make his way successful. Um, I just find these scriptures very interesting and uh, poignant for the time we see and we're entering and what we see happening. And I'm going to say this. They want the people to riot. They want you to go out and riot to frame their narrative that you are really the problem, that you are really the issue in the nation, that it's not every other perversion and sorcery and destructive measure that is going on, that it is the conservatives, the Christians, the believers, the Jews that are the problem. And they want to frame this this is where wisdom has to take over emotion. You cannot in this hour with what you see happening, be ruled by your emotions. You have to be ruled by the wisdom of God and what he wants you to do and how he spiritually wants you to fight and what he wants you to say. And you have to be led by that in this hour and not by emotion. Emotion will drive people to make mistakes, okay? That's exactly what they did when they baited everybody on the 6th of January. Emotion drove the people and a trap got set. And so we, we see that they have gone back and they have pulled yet again from that drawer of what happened in that January uh, to try to bring it back to the surface 
back out in the forefront, make a spectacle of it again, that these people are the problem, that they're the issue in our nation. They're trying to throw it back out into the forefront again. And they're doing it on the cusp of us entering 5784. They're doing this on the cups of the Jewish holidays, on the feast of trumpets, which happens next month, Rosh Hashanah. This is all happening on the cusp of that. I will tell you, though, that there will be acts of subterfuge that you see happen in order to move certain pieces in the White House while all of this is all over the media. So while the indictments are all over the media, the act of subterfuge is happening to move pieces at the White House. So I'm just going to tell you to be in prayer and to look out for that because it's happening and it's giving them a cover to do so. I will also tell you that when I see these things happen and they line up with the Jewish calendar the way they do, when I see these things, when I see the eclipses lining up and making the Hebrew letter Aleph across the nation, when I see these things happening, you see the Lord is moving. But he's not going to move the way you think he should move. He's going to move the way he knows how to move. He's going to move because he sees ahead and he sees the whole block of time. And he's going to move according to that, not according to our nearsighted vision. We want the Lord to move according to our nearsighted vision. Or when the Lord isn't moving fast enough, we want to go believe fables or we want to go into junk food, right? And into junk intel and in, into rabbit holes and mazes that get people more confused and ultimately end up distorting what the Lord is trying to tell them. You have to separate that in this hour. You have to be led by wisdom, not ruled by emotion. And you have to pray. You have to pray. You have to be in the word. You have to speak the word. This is a unique, pivotal, historical time in our nation. And we have to be prepared for it. And we have to be prepared to move the way the Lord wants us to move in the middle of the situation so he can do the great works he desires to do. So we have to remember that going into this. And just, you know, pray, pray for the family right now, you know, pray for what's going on um, and, and really listen to what the Lord has to say, because what he says right now might surprise you. It very well may surprise you. So just keep that in mind. Uh, I think that's where we are going to end for today. Uh, I pray you got, you got quite a bit out of this, that you take it, you pray about it. Uh, and, um, as, as always, um, just continue to seek out the truth of God in the middle of the noise, seek out the truth of God in the middle of the noise. The truth should be the loudest voice right now. God should be the loudest voice in the room. The Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Spirit should be the loudest voice of counsel. Remember that right now. So God bless everyone. Keep the faith. Armor up according to Ephesians chapter 6, Psalm 91, every single day. As well, I've started saying the Lord's Prayer every single day. That's how Jesus taught us how to pray. The Lord said, I want you to start praying that way right now in this time. And uh, have a wonderful rest of your day, everybody. God bless you. And I have to tell you something. They work. It is an alternative to big pharma based on quantum physics, over 40 scripture verses written into these patches for everything from blood sugar, anxiety, pain, neuropathy, to immune system boost, dog pain. They are very sincere about um, having alternatives to big pharma. We are a big advocate of natural solutions to help with pain and, and, and blood sugar and a host of other issues. I yeah. tried the pain patches and, yeah. and they worked when I used them. When you connect it to your body, the skin patch changes changes your brainwaves. Sugar, this one is neuropathy. I actually have it on. And we use this on Toby, actually, because Toby's about eight years old.
and from being paralyzed years ago and the Lord miraculously healing him, he has a little leftover with his joints and his hips. So we actually give him the doggy pain patches. What was he doing? He was running? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I walked him out and wow, he's boom. And he got power. I said, no way. And I don't know. I said, Amanda, what? What did you do to him? To <laughs> <laughs> so it's good. If you are looking for an excellent doctor, if you are looking to get healthier, if you are looking to understand why the things in your body operate the way they do, go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Amanda Grace. Doctors Mark and Michelle Sherwood of the Functional Medical Institute in Tulsa, Oklahoma are there to help you with all of your medical needs. In fact, I am a patient of the Functional Medical Institute and God bless Dr. Sherwood because Chris was a tough nut to crack on this. But after over a year and a half, Chris is finally on board. He is a patient of Dr. Sherwood's and him listening and, and implementing what Dr. Sherwood has taught him has made a difference in his life. So if you are interested and curious as to what they do, if you'd like to make an appointment, if you'd like to see what products they have, because they have some amazing products, go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Amanda Grace. Thank you. You want to support an amazing patriot that's doing so much for our country and be a blessing. You can go to MyPillow.com and use promo code ARK, A-R-K, to save up to 66% or sometimes more off of all my pillow products. They are so much more than just pillows. They have amazing bathrobes. They have sheets. They have slippers. They, of course, have pillows. And they even have dog beds. And I will tell you a fun fact. Noble, our pig at the animal sanctuary that many of you know and love, has indeed slept on a my pillow dog bed. So if you'd like to be a blessing, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code ARK. God bless everyone. If you are looking for advice on financial matters, if you think gold and silver is something that you should invest in, go to bh-pm.com today. Andrew Sorcini of Beverly Hills Precious Metals, who's been on Ark of Grace many times, he loves to answer our viewer questions. In fact, he's answered all sorts of questions about gold, silver, the markets, even the real estate market he's been kind enough to answer questions about. So if you would like more information, if this is something you would like to invest in, please go to bh-pm.com today. That is bh-pm.com. Hello, everyone. It's Amanda Grace. I'm here to talk to you today about this incredible product that I use every day called Power Team. It is 130 raw superfoods. And I have to tell you, it is one of the most amazing products I have ever used. I take it every day. It helps me with energy. It helps feed my cells at the cellular level. It helps me with clarity and focus. It helps with so many things and functions in your body, including your gut as well. So if you would like to learn more about this product, if you would like to learn the 130 raw superfoods that are in this product, please go to the link below or you can go to arcofgrace-ministries.com and go to our shop section and you will find Power Team there as well. Thank you, everyone. If you would like to grow your own food with what we see going on right now in the world with not only food supplies, but what they are doing to our food, you can go to amandagracegrows.com. These are amazing hydroponic growers. In fact, we have one in our parrot room, and this is an indoor one we have where you can grow food all year round, actually. Vegetables all year round. And we are doing that actually for our birds and our animals at our sanctuary. They also have outdoor ones. They actually yield 30% more and grow the vegetables three times faster. So if you would like to learn more, go to amandagracegrows.com. God bless. Hello everyone, it's Amanda Grace. I'm here to talk to you today about Reawaken America. I have had the honoring and humbling privilege 
of being able to be part of Reawaken America since the first one was had at Rima Bible College in Tulsa, Oklahoma in April of 2021. I have watched so many moments happen for the glory of God at Reawaken America. We have seen people healed, delivered, set free. We love to pray for people at Reawaken America. We have had the honor of praying alongside some amazing people uh, Marty Grisham from Loudmouth Prayer, Pastor Todd Coconado, who also deals in deliverance. And we have seen people's lives changed. We have seen them set free. We have seen people who are come seeking. And the Lord says, when you seek, you shall find. And you knock, the door shall be opened unto you. They have been seeking and those seeds get planted for the glory of God at Reawaken America. The word of God says it is the knowledge of the truth that shall set you free. And this is what we are doing at Reawaken America. You get biblical truth. You get a foundation of the word of God. And you also get necessary information right now to help you understand what is going on in America and the world. And I am humbled and honored that General Flynn and Clay Clark would even let me be a part of this. And People need the word of the Lord in this hour. That is what they need. They need those who are willing to boldly stand up and with the conviction and the authority from God, speak the word of the Lord into their lives. It is a catalyst. It is life changing. And, and we praise the Lord that we have continued in this. And we hope to see you at upcoming events that are happening this year. We hope we get to pray over you at these upcoming events.